everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's December 8th. It's 2020. And we're going to talk about the showdown game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. And there is a two-game CS Glow slate um, that we're going to talk about and go over as well. There's some really solid tournaments on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, for the CSGO, it is the Blast Premier Fall 2020 Finals. It is a monster tournament as far as CSGO world goes. Um, first place is $225,000 um, and a seat to the Blast Premier Global Finals in 2020, which is huge because um, only four teams so far have qualified for the Global Finals. Vitality, Navi, Complexity, and Evil Geniuses. So, um these teams definitely want to get into that tournament uh, because that tournament is $600,000 to first place. It takes, it takes place in uh, January. So the CSGO stuff, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we're going to start with the football stuff and it's the Dallas Cowboys, Baltimore Ravens. It's a 45 total Baltimore is favored by eight and a half in this game. Um, Baltimore, 26.75 implied team total. Dallas at about 18.25. We'll start on the Dallas thing. We'll go kind of game by game breakdown um, format like I usually do. So team by team breakdown for the showdown slates. Um, you know, we'll start here with the Cowboys. Obviously, Andy Dalton, 35 pass attempts last week. Uh, kind of spread it out. You know, Cooper had eight, Gallup had eight targets, uh, CD Lamb had seven, Schultz had uh, five, and you know, as far as like Zeke Elliott goes, they just didn't get really anything going um, on the running front. Pollard played a little bit, but it was still Zeke handling over seventy percent of the snaps. Baltimore defense has struggled a little bit against running backs here recently with some injuries um, and people being out because of COVID. So it'll be interesting to see what the final injury report is um, for this game. I don't love Zeke, but I will say, you know, he is a workhorse type of back. He's going to get a lot of um, high value um, opportunities if they get in the red zone. He's attempting about 16 and a half runs per game. I think when you're looking at a showdown slate, though, if you're expecting Baltimore to get up in this game, which I think a lot of people will be expecting Baltimore to get up in this game, um, and, and like factoring in the the Dallas pace, I think a lot of people will be on the Baltimore side of this game. And if you expect Baltimore to get up, you're probably looking at Cooper, Gallup, CD, and um, Dalton Schultz. So it's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, I'm looking at these wide receivers. Um, I, I still would rank them Cooper Gallup CD, but, you know, just kind of factoring in everything. I think that CD has um, a really high ceiling. You know, Gallup has a high ceiling. Schultz has a, a decent upside slash floor. Um, we'll have to kind of see what his pricing is. I'm recording this early because the CSGO slate starts pretty early. Um, so I don't have pricing yet for the showdown slate. I will say that I will probably use one or two of these pass catchers um, because I do think Baltimore gets up here. Um, the Baltimore side of things, this is where it gets um, 
you know, super interesting because it sounds like, you know, Edwards, Ingram, and Dobbins are all going to be active for this one. Um, I really like Dobbins' upside in this spot. You know, Dallas is allowing the eighth most fantasy points to running backs this season, the most over the last four games, and they're 29th in DVOA against the run. So this sets up for one of these guys to have a big game. Lamar Jackson will be back for this game. He has some upside. Um, You know, I don't love Marquise Brown, but I will say I, I think he's okay, assuming that Mark Andrews doesn't play, which is what it sounds like. Willie Sneed is still probably my favorite um, of the wide receiver core. I think that he definitely sees an uptick with with um, Mark Andrews out. So definitely like Willie Sneed. Um, I don't hate Des Bryant for tournaments. Um, looking more at like week eleven and just kind of seeing you know how that all played out, but. Um, I don't hate Dez, but I, I think Willie Sneed's the guy you want to target here. I don't hate taking a shot on Luke Wilson, um, but I do think Willie Sneed's going to be the uptick player. And I, I like the running game, like Lamar Jackson, like the running game. I think the running game um, crushes the Cowboys here. And with the pace they play, I think Baltimore will still try to run the ball and, you know, it will definitely bode well for Dobbins, Ingram, or Edwards. It'll also be kind of interesting to see what ownership looks like um, Tuesday night football and stuff like that. So Dobbin's probably my favorite play outside of Lamar Jackson um, for Baltimore. Um, shifting gears, going esports and talking about uh, this two game slate. Like I said, it is the a bigger tournament in the in the CS:GO world, um, the Blast P- Premier Fall Final. Um, it's nine of the top eight or eight of the top nine teams in the world. Um, I think Heroic is the only team that did not like invite or get qualified for this, um, and they're currently the third team in the world. So you have the number one team, the second team, the fourth team, fifth team, sixth team, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, nine teams. So. Um, all of the teams that are playing in this tournament are in the top 10 in the world. That means you're likely going to see a lot of close matches, um, a lot of three map matches, and you know some really, really good Counter-Strike. Um, we'll get some three-game slates later this week, assuming that FanDuel and DraftKings do three-game slates, um, because we'll get some lower bracket stuff with Wednesday and Thursday. And then on Friday, it'll be a two-game slate. Saturday will be a two-game slate. And then Sunday will be showdown slates. Um, So it's only a week-long tournament, and it is very, very fast. So you can definitely pay attention to these teams. Um, You know, we've definitely learned a lot about what Vitality has been doing as far as, like, subbing out. Um, You know, Astralis has started to sub out on nuke now um, playing bubs over X. So we'll talk about that when we get into the match um, for sure, but let's get started here with the first match. Um, we got vitality number one team in the world against mouse sports. Um, they're currently the number eighth team in the world. Um, vitality is a 174 favorite here. This one's, this one's so tricky and this one definitely um, creates a lot of edge. So on these two game slates, 
you could definitely play players from losing teams. Um, you know, especially if you project these matches to go three maps. Um, I will say that in sweep scenarios, if you think that a team's going to 2-0, you're likely probably better off playing three instead of like a 2-1 type of build. So um, you could definitely... And on Fanduel, you have to you have to have at least one losing player because it's only a two game slate, and you have to have players from three teams. So um, you're definitely going to have um, a losing player on your Fanduel teams. You definitely want your team, your team slot, to be a winning team. So you definitely want to get that right. Um, so let's look at this one. As far as vitality goes, um, like I said, this is going to create some edge when we're looking at uh, this slate in particular because. Vitality subs out. Um, you know, Navera plays for Mitsu on Dust on Dust Two, and Navera plays for Shocks on Inferno. And both Vitality and Mouse Sports like to play Inferno. So Inferno is not likely a map that is going to get banned. And Vitality picks Dust Two a lot as their first pick. So I think you can realistically rule out playing Metsu and Shocks, even though Shocks is such a phenomenal player and has so much upside. But if he only gets two out of the three maps, you, you just you're not you're not catching up for that. So if you roll out Shocks and you roll out Metsu and you don't play Navira, you're really looking at three players from vitality and apex is not a guy that is a very high upside play. Um, so you're really looking at condensing your complexity shares down to two players um, in Zywu and RPK. The good thing about this is R RPK is the cheapest price vitality player. So, um, when it comes to RPK being 5,200, you know, you can definitely take some shots on him. He has been playing a lot better here recently. He's averaging um, 0.72 kills per round and over a kill per death um, one ratio, which is really good um, when you're looking at this price tag. So, I think RPK is definitely in play. Uh, Zywoo's in play. His upside in his ceiling is still as high as anybody's on the slate but i will say that ropes device and simple all are averaging more kills per round over the last month um Zywu has a better kill to death ratio than ropes um but you know overall like when we're looking for ceiling and upside Zywu always one of the top players on that list um for sure listen mouse sports has been playing fantastic they can definitely beat vitality in this match uh, i think it's going to be close i do think vitality wins this match um but i do think you could take off kerrigan you could take off chris J. um you know if it was lan i definitely would have some you know interest in chris J. and kerrigan's the igl um He's not like a high ceiling player. He's definitely more focused on the team than his individual play. So when I'm looking at Mouse, um, I love the price on Ropes, Frozen, and um, Bemis. You know, 
If they win, these guys are definitely going to be factors. If they lose at their prices, they could be factors. So ropes frozen and Bemis on DraftKings, um, a little underpriced here because any of these three guys can go positive in a loss um, and outscore some of these other people. So I, I think that you're definitely playing. If you're, if you're playing a two, one it is really hard to play a three, one from vitality on this slate because of their, how they sub players out. So I think like this is a perfect game to go two one Zywu RPK and take either ropes frozen or Bemis um, and, and really kind of load up on this next game. Um, and I think this next game, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of two ones that you can go in this game as well. So we got Navi versus Astralis number three versus number four in the world. Navi hasn't played um, a tournament here in like a week or so. So we haven't seen them recently, but they were in great form. Um, you know, Astralis is a, is a 181 favorite here. I think this line should be more closer to a pick em. Um, Starting with the Navi side, you know, Simple is the best player in the world. He's definitely been playing that way, averaging 0.87 kills per round with a KD of 1.42. It's it's the second best KD on the slate over the last month, um, but it's the best kills per round over the last month. Um, Device has the best kill-to-death ratio over the last month, and we'll get into that in just a second. Um. So as far as like Navi goes, I think that, you know, electric is always someone when this team is rolling, he's usually playing really well. Um, Perfecto is, is like a very borderline play at 6,200. I think like, if you're looking at price, I think if you think Navi's going to win the match, um, flamey would probably be better than Perfecto here. Um, Boomich, he has been awful recently. He's not in great form right now. Um, there's talks that like he might get benched, um, and they might add, I think it's bit, um, from Navi Jr. So we'll have to kind of see, um, how Boomich kind of plays out. Boomich is really good on land, um, but he has definitely been struggling, um, with online play. On the Astralis side of things here, I think this match is going to be really close and I could see it going either way. So I could definitely see going two ones in this match as well. It might be a slate where I go two, one, two, one, and just kind of hope both matches are close. Um, might roll out a three man mouse sports stack just to be different um, as well. So, but as far as Astralis goes device, ever since Glaive started calling again, um, so Glaive took a break from calling here um, this summer. And he's kind of taken back that IGL role. And it has made a huge device or a huge role difference in like devices play. Um, device has been fantastic. Like he has been like his numbers have put him as like a top three player over the last month, month and a half. So I really like devices ceiling. Dupree's been playing good. Um, Majestic, he is okay. Um, he'd probably be like the third piece here. I don't, I don't want a lot of Glaive. Glaive is someone that doesn't string together a lot of good performances usually. Um, again, he's like IGLing now. So I definitely, 
am worried um, about playing X um, as well. Like, so he's been getting, they've been subbing on Nuke. Um, so I'm a little concerned with that. So like, what are, what are the chances like Nuke is played here? Um, Astralis has been picking Nuke a lot. Navi does not ban Nuke, and they actually have a four-map winning streak on Nuke right now. So I am very hesitant about playing um, X here. Like, he is a guy that does a lot of damage per round, and he, when he's not getting a lot of kills, he'll get a lot of assists. Um, he he's definitely getting closer back to that form that he was in for a long time. But I, I think overall here, um, it's tough to play him because if, you know, if they do go to nuke and they do sub, um, then you're losing out uh, as far as that goes and you're losing a whole map for one of your players. And it's just, so hard to make up a map like he's just gonna have to go crazy on the other two maps and it still might not be enough because he's missing a whole map of you know how it's gonna work out so um these two teams have played twice um over the last two months navi beat them 2-0 um in november and in october in the esl pro league um esl pro league finals astralis beat um navi three to two maps so um this like i said this is going to be very close um and it really has the opportunity and and, and could could either go either way um for sure so i think when you're looking at this map this match the three best plays from this match are device simple i guess four i'll say electronic electronic and dupree are like really similar plays if navi's going to keep it close though electronics probably going to need good maps so you know you definitely want to be targeting the targeting these players simple is probably two thousand dollars too cheap because like his floor and his ceiling are just so much higher than just about every other player on any slate. Like if we look at the last month, Matt, last month um, of play for Navi, they've played 18 maps. Simple has only gone negative twice. Um, negative one against G2 on dust two and negative three against complexity on Mirage. Um, that, that Mirage complexity match or the whole complexity match in general is the only map um, or match in the last um, month that he has gone negative in a whole match. So um, Simple's in amazing form right now. You know, we watched him just absolutely go insane on Dust 2 against Vitality. I think he went like plus 23 or plus 24 or something like that. So it was it was insane to watch. So he is way too cheap. Even in a loss, he is too cheap. He could go off in this match. Um so he's definitely my favorite uh, DraftKings captain play just because he should never be this cheap. Um, and like I said, I'll, I'll be trying to fit in, you know, him and him and device. I'm, I'm going to definitely prioritize simple and device over Zywoo. And will that, will that work out for me? We'll see. 
but I definitely like that combination a little bit better um, on this slate. So uh, that's it for today. You know, Wednesday rolls around tomorrow and uh, we'll be talking NFL week 14 on that podcast. And then we'll have the specialist guys on on Thursday and then maybe Friday we'll revisit some CSGO and um, have some fun with it. So appreciate everyone listening. Good luck and um, hopefully simple crushes.